Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Main Street Universe. As you can hear by the cymbal crash, I'm out here in the studios at Cafe Fairfax, where Main Street Universe got its start, myself and Mr. Kevin Baird. We're going to discuss some updates as well as some news of the bizarre and maybe even some other things as the show goes along. Join us in our circle. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. She is the author 
of a few books. One of them is You, Me, Like Dreams, one about relationships and different levels of energy balance in males and females. It's sort of, if you took Men Are From Mars and Women From Venus, that book, if anybody remembers it, it's sort of that a much grown up, <laughs> basically. And also her book, Activating Compassion. And companion workbooks company. So she's still with us every single Friday. Now, on Monday, 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 we have another AM show. We're returning to another uh, daytime show. We have Spiritual Insight with your host, Mr. Darren Bucher. And Darren is a spiritual consultant, tarot, and palm reader at Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo in the magical city of New Orleans. That's every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, unless something's going on and we just can't make the show. But it's scheduled for every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and I am there with him. So I am still on the air twice a week and then three times a week on the Main Street Universe weeks, if that makes any sense. And then we have Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Green Magic, Green Medicine with your hostess, Miss Susan Weed, S-U-S-U-N, putting the sun back into Susan. Herbal medicine is people's medicine, the type that goes right outside your backyard. She discusses, basically, it's a half hour herbal medicine class or discussing an aspect of healing. It could be something psychological. Most of the time, it's a plant or an herb. But one time, for example, she did how light and darkness affect our health, our mood, our stress levels, all those things, our sleep. So every Tuesday evening, and I guess it's been about four years she's been with us now, Green Magic Green Medicine with Susan Weed. Now we have a few new hosts coming our way. One will be Mr. Matt Stemp. I believe coming to do a once a month show at a to be announced time and day. Matt will be discussing Chinese herbal medicine and acupuncture. Eric Broyles will be joining us once a month. He's going to be a new host, a new friend of mine I work with at the health food store. And Eric will be discussing natural medicine as well from his own perspective and from his own experiences and from his own research. He has been in the health food store game for a long time and has some interesting stories to tell about him and taking care of his parents. It should be a very interesting show once a month. I know Eric personally and I work with him. He's very bright and will bring a lot to the network. Again, at a time to be announced. I was going to say finally, but just finally as far as the news I have right now. (laughs) Jim and Ashley Cash will be making their return to probably a Thursday evening show at a time to be announced. Their show, Woven Green, their band, Woven Green, and they are as well in a band called One Leap. Again, it'll be a a once-a-month show. They discuss, oftentimes I know Jim likes to discuss how we can collectively change our consciousness, 
our conscious patterns. Because we do have an effect. We are creators. And I know that's a favorite topic of his. It'll be all over. They do sound bath meditations, which are quite beautiful. I've been part of them before. So Jim and Ashley Cash will be making a return, Woven Green, once a month. And that's what we're going to keep doing is keep getting these once-a-month hosts, once a week if they can. Reverend Trish may be joining us for a once-a-month host as well. And I will get into that later. I actually have quite a few candidates for once-a-month hosts with the potential return of Mary Phelan even. So from Telepathic TV, which is one of the announcements I wanted to make, is that our band, Dragon's Head, will be having a television appearance on Telepathic TV, thanks to Mary. So we'll be in studio at FPA Studios, which is I've been there. It's a beautiful studio facility. It's going to be at an announced date. I'm going to just take a guess and say it's probably going to happen after the whole holiday, hullabaloo, and probably somewhere in late to January, early February would be my guess. And I'll keep you updated on that, but she's already agreed to do it. We've been on the phone talking about it. So Dragon's Head, my band, will be on television, on a TV spot, on Telepathic TV, which I very much am looking forward to that experience. Speaking of Dragon's Head, which is the band I was in, we were on tour this spring for about a month and some change. Not a really big tour, maybe it was about a month and a half, almost two months. We as well released an album Songs of the New Old Ways. And so we've been around for about a year and have an album and a tour, so that's not too bad by band standards, I think, and everybody's working and trying to live their lives and do everything else and survive and eat and all that. So, and have children in the case of some. So, we are kind of gearing up. We had a few lineup changes. But we are ready to gear up to start doing a little more recording as well as some more gigging. I've been plugging for the gigs, and it is interesting. This part of the country, I'm not crying here. It's, you know, I live in this county with all these places to play, and maybe it's a lot of competition. In my little town where I grew up, I went out and got gigs. I was doing it for a living. It didn't even take me that long. (laughs) I think it was just less, you know, big fish in a small pond kind of thing. It was just less competition. In fact, some of the places I approached didn't even always have music, and they were like, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. And then they eventually started paying me. So I did a few freebies. <laughs> this is like, uh, you think you should be able to play it, you know, X, Y, and Z, Bob's Laundry Net Bar and Grill place. They really act like they're giving you the world here for exposure. But no need crying about it. We just have to find our place as artists in this mad, crazy world. And I always try to find the positive, and I have. I've run into some great people, including the, you know, Jim Ashley Cash, the Songwriters Association of Washington, and Ron, and all those folks that I really enjoy. And I've met some great people around here in the artistic and, and music scene. But onward from that, is going to be in the spring our band I'm going to stay on the band just for a minute here uh, we're going to be playing at a music festival called the Caldera Festival pick up my drumstick and this will be in Lafayette, Georgia along with Wendy Roll to Wafta D 
Mama Gina, and many, many others will be there for the Caldera Fest. The Dragon Ritual Drummers is another one I can think of that's going to be there. And I very much look forward to seeing these folks that I've heard, and I've heard their songs, and some of them I've had on the show, especially Tawatha D. They've been on twice. So it'll be nice to actually meet all these folks in person and maybe, you know, have a drink or something of that nature. And I'm looking forward to that experience. Lots of music. Lots of camaraderie. I, I've always enjoyed the, the big outdoor music festivals. I love playing on outdoor stages. It's just a different type of experience than the dark nightclub. It's fun. You're kind of out in nature a little bit. And it, it's always... Uh, an interesting experience because you got to mix the sound a little differently. you got to be a little careful because the sound kind of just goes away outside. There's no walls holding it in except for maybe the walls of if there's some sort of wall of the stage you're on. So you got to you, you treat the sound differently. It's like its own little adventure, but it's, it's usually a lot of fun. And a lot of people milling about, which is my style because anyone that knows me knows I'm mobile and I like to walk around. I don't like being confined to a chair very much. And I like to uh, I like to wander around when I go to an event. I'm, I'm that's how I am. <laughs> so we're going to be at Caldera Festival, and thanks to all the folks involved with that, David Benak and um, some of the people at IPR, International Pagan Radio, Chuck Chapman and William Brigley, and all those folks. Good to have kept in touch, and good to have a continuing relationship with some of our pagan friends from the past. So that's nice. Another thing that Dragon's Head is going to be getting involved with, well, I guess they're going to be getting involved with us, is we're going to be having our CD, Songs of the New Old Ways, reviewed in Witches and Pagans magazine, which at least at one point I believe was traded in Barnes & Noble. In fact, when I called Darren Bouquet, our Monday host, about it to tell him that we were going to be having our CD, our album, reviewed, he's like, oh, I have a copy of that magazine with me right here. So I guess it's a magazine that gets out there. (laughs) And they're going to be reviewed. It'll be our first review. Now, there might be other reviews before that because we're going to be in the spring edition. That's what the the head of the magazine told me over the phone. So they've already got their stuff for the winner and all that, so it's we're going to be in there. I think it's a quarterly. And we're going to be in their spring edition. So that should be very interesting. Right around the time of the Caldera Fest, it would be nice to have a copy of it with us at our merch table. You know, and say, hey, look at this review. Hopefully a good one. And it's another example of, you know, staying in touch with some of our friends in the pagan community and, and, and having it be a nice, fun way for us to to work together. So I'm going to be right back after a song. Speaking of which, speaking of Dragon's Head, my band, the band that I'm in, and I might come back after the song with some news of the bizarre. Let's go ahead and play a song by D-H-D-H-D-H. We will call this one Onward. Nice violin melody hook in the beginning. I did the guitar solo, actually. (laughs) I don't always do the guitar solos, but I kind of did in this one. This one's called Onward. Onward. 
musketeers and the modern king. Let them fear a tireless foe. Axe and shield, sword and bow. Pain is like shaded blue. and more 
right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. All right, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Daniel Michael, your host for this evening, and the founder and co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network, and that was Dragon's Head, like the head of the Viking ships onward. And that's the spirit of the band, it's the spirit of that song, and was the spirit of that album and tour that was basically carved out of the earth because it was not a sponsored tour, folks. <laughs> it is an interesting thing that we actually have a harder time finding local gigs than calling someone in New Orleans and saying, hey, I want to play at your pub. They go, oh, well, geez, oh, you're in Virginia. Well, you guys must be serious. <laughs> when, I, when you call a place in Virginia or D.C. and go, hey, I live down the street. I'd like to have my band come play at your place. They're like, yeah, okay, we got that. There's a million of you out there. <laughs> There's something about now. And that's a, that's a lesson that I learned. I didn't realize that it was easier to get a gig far away. <laughs> At least for us, it was. So we went onward, and my brothers got Michael, the drummer, did a lot to put that tour together, and we had, had some hardships and a lot of fun as well as a tour will be. <laughs> And I enjoyed New Orleans. I was there for five days. Just an amazing place. We were right downtown. I got to stay in a place. My friend Darren, Darren Bucare from the, from the network, uh, stayed at his place. Uh, and we could we could walk to the French Quarter, and it was nice and chill, and no worrying about driving home and all that kind of stuff. It was just so much energy and so many people in New Orleans. I just love that city and honestly wouldn't mind living there, just right there. About where we were, in either in Treme or right in the quarter, I would be happy with that. If I come across some money, I probably will. I'll probably move right downtown there. With the one exception that I'm not really that fond of the stinky, stinky hot weather. <laughs> so, But I guess in a way that's a benefit because their winter kind of just feels... I was in Pensacola, Florida, and their winter kind of just feels like a long, extended autumn. It doesn't really feel like winter to me. But the summer, they get pretty darn hot down there. I know because I've lived on the, the guff, as they say it, the Gulf Coast. In Pensacola, they call it the guff. I said we'd share some stories of the bizarre, and you could get plenty of those in New Orleans if you wanted to. This is from a magazine that I love. It's called Funny Times Magazine, and we have a prescription to it. It comes in the mail, basically. And this one is called, from News of the Bizarre, News of the Weird, as they say. I think bizarre sounds better. Aluminum foil makes a comeback. The city officials in Tarpon Springs, Florida, of course, it had to be Florida, folks. I've lived there scrambled to find an ordinance that artist, his last name is Janowski, might have violated when he covered two palm trees and three sides of his rented home in heavy-duty aluminum foil. To the consternation of his neighbors, of course, uh, Janowski is a graduate of the School of Art Institute of Chicago. And his work has been shown in that city's Polish Museum of America. So he covers his house, or three parts of his house, with heavy-duty aluminum foil, and for 
unknown artistic reason to palm trees. Another aluminum foil story, there's three of them. National Forest Service officials announced success in fire retardation by protectively sealing a remote structure near an Idaho wildfire in multi-ply aluminum foil. And then there is Arthur Brown, 78, also, quote, successful, unquote, in having his kept his house in, well, here's no surprise, Pennsylvania, free of aliens. By, of course, sealing the house in aluminum foil. Although neighbors were griping about falling property value. So three stories, foil makes a comeback. I found this one to be odd and interesting. Medical marvels is the heading of this thing. Researchers recently came upon a small community, not named in the article, in the Dominican Republic with an unusual incidence of adolescent boys having spent the first decade of their lives as girls. Now, you might be thinking this is some sort of gender choice thing or, no, this is actually a physical thing. However, they technically were boys. I will explain. Basically, their male sexual parts did not appear, did not show up until puberty. A recent BBC news dispatch referred to the boys as guevedoses and credited the community for alerting researchers. Now, the interesting thing about this is they developed a drug to replace a culprit enzyme whose absence was causing the problem. So for a reason I have no idea why and they didn't mention in the article, there was a culprit enzyme who, by it not being there, by it not being giving the full shot of testosterone that the mother should have been giving the boys during uh, pregnancy in the womb. So this was not arriving until puberty. But they did develop something to replace the missing enzyme. So these people were born with a missing enzyme. I don't know if this has been going out all throughout history. Since the the researchers were contacted, it makes me think maybe not. Has Monsanto been experimenting in that area? I have literally no idea. It doesn't give the cause of why this group of people had this, the mothers having an absent enzyme. And quite literally, the boys were not developing their boy parts until puberty. Very strange story indeed. This story is titled, Wait, What? In a manifesto to celebrate personal choice and expression in the standard of beauty, in a society that already places too many harmful standards on women, Some now are dyeing their armpit hair 
at the Free Your Pits website and events like Pit Inns, which uh, in Seattle, Washington, and why not Pensacola, Florida, <laughs> envelop pushing women uh, offer justification ranging from uh, sorry from political resistance to according to one wanting to freak out their in-laws preferred colors like turquoise this is for armpit hair hot pink purple neon yellow actress melissa gilbert a star of tv's little house on the prairie 51 announced that she would run for congress from michigan's eighth congressional district even though she is currently on the hook to the IRS, this is a different story, folks. We were past the armpit here. Sorry. I should have said that. Uh, and California for back taxes equaling up to $470,000. Gilbert, a former president of Screen Actors Guild and a member of AFL-CIO Executive Council, promised that she and her actor husband would pay off the tax bill by the year 2024. Well, that sounds okay. If they promise to pay it, I don't see any harm in that. Come up with a payment program or something like that. Life is what it is. Leading economic indicators. This one's a bit sad. The serpentine queue, the line, for those of you that don't know British word queue, extended for blocks in Lucknow, India. After the state government of Uttar Pradesh announced 368 job openings, almost all of them menial labor, eventually resulting in about 2.3 million applications, 200,000 from people with advanced degrees, even though the job pays $240 a month. Positions required only a fifth-grade education, according to the Associate Press Dispatch. About 13 million young people enter India's job market each year. And I hate to see people having to be so desperate, especially if they've worked hard and put themselves through, like in the beginning of this story, and got advanced degrees and all of that, and now I have to be applying as some sort of ditch digger. So that's some bizarre stories from around the world. Some of them a little funny, some of them a bit sad. Again, you're listening to Main Street Universe. I started out the show discussing some updates on the network. I'll briefly go over them again. We're getting a few new hosts, Matt Stamp, Chinese Herbal Medicine, at a time to be announced later, Eric Broyles. At a time to be announced later, again, a natural medicine advocate and an advocate of some other things, too. I think you'll find him very smart, very well read. He donated a ton of books to the store. <laughs> we both work at the same store. Roberta's Natural Food Market. And then, of course, we'll have the return of Jim and Ashley Cash, most likely a Thursday evening show once a month. And then Mary Thielen may be returning, as well as Reverend Trish, who's been a guest on our show from the Science of Mind 
movement. I think she has moved on. She's still with the New Thought Ancient Wisdom movement, but I think she has branched off into a different direction. I'm in a band called Dragon's Head. So it's at Slow Casual Night. Denise will be joining us on a future date. She's got a big guest tomorrow. She's got one of the Marleys, uh, as in Bob Marley. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, pretty exciting for her show. She has a show called The World Reggae Party. So, she's interviewed some interesting people before, including someone who is an Iranian, I believe it was, reggae mu- musician. Excuse me, I was looking something up, trying to get the name right. I thought I think it's Shirley Marley. And if I get it wrong, I'll probably hear about it. <laughs> but uh, there are a bunch of the Marleys out there. <laughs> and a pretty big family. But she's doing that tomorrow night. So if you're familiar with Fairfax Public Access Radio, look for the World Reggae Party. And Janice R. White, also known on her network as Goddess Janice. So go ahead and tune into that. And I'm in a band called Dragon's Head, and we're going to play another song. I think we're going to sign out here, folks. We've been on the air now for about 35 minutes or 40, and that's about all I think I was going to do unless Janice showed up, because then she would have more to talk about. This song might be what you call the heaviest song on our album, I guess. Some of the other ones are heavy in different ways. This is, I guess, the most distorted guitar. (laughs) It's a little bit punkish even in its rhythm. Uh, No violin in this one. This one is called One Got Away, Dragon's Head. And you can check out our other songs on a link attached here on the site Reverb Nation, where I think we're ranked around 28. At one time, we were ranked number one on Reverb Nation, but we've been a little less active there, so... We're working on it. It's a it's a it's an interesting road being a musician and all that sort of stuff. But here we go. This is Dragon's Head with One Got Away. It's a pretty color when it's backed by gold. When there's none to behold The serpent's feeding without fault One got away, one got away Now he's thinking freely One got away, one got away I think we've lost you completely On the ground, the massive program for the teaching. There's the brave ones who cannot make a sound. The messengers did not the teaching. One got away, one got away. Now is thinking freely. One got away, one got away. I think we loved you completely. 
Radio Network. 